Welcome to the No BS Short-Term Rental Podcast, an unfiltered look into the global vacation and short-term rental industry. I'm Mateo Bradford. And I'm John Stokinger. And this is our podcast. We bring the right people to the table at the right time, giving you an inside view and take on the short-term rental industry like no other podcast can. Good morning, Mateo. How are you? Oh, brother, fantastic. As usual, uh, another week getting after it. How are you? I'm good. It was a, it was a great weekend. Got a lot got a lot of shit done around the house. Feeling a little bit rejuvenated. Excited to uh, excited to be done travel for for a little bit. For like, we'll push pause on the travel for like at least a month. Yeah. Um, and kind of focus <laughs> back on some things here. Episode ninety eight. Yeah, what the fuck? Ninety eight. No, no, no. I was talking to someone. Like crazy good conversations going on out there, like having some really interesting conversations. And I think it's circles back. Like we, we got, we got some things we gotta, we gotta do, man. We got a runway in front of us. So no, I, I feel good. I feel really good. And we, I feel really good about our today's guests. We've been chatting, um, uh, probably for, you know, six months to, you know, a year about, uh, about getting today's guests on, Yep. I'm going to totally murder his last name. I should have asked ahead of time because I'm terrible at this, but we have the co-founder and CEO of Enzo Connect, Francois uh, Goello. You got it. Spot on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for joining us today. We appreciate Welcome. you jumping on the pod. No, thank you so much for having me. I've been, I've been listening to this podcast since day one, so it's been on my list to, to join one day. So thanks so much for having me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So, if you are a you know, you say you're a listener, you know what this podcast is about. We we want to dive in and learn about you. I look at you, you're a baby. Um, you know, if you're watching on on uh, on YouTube, you you're young. You're you're. I look at you, and then I look at Maddie Rifkin amount, and I see two young entrepreneurs just going out and crushing and doing their thing. There and there's lots of of you coming up, but you know why? You know, we ask this question all the time. Why short-term rentals? Why vacation rentals? Why hospitality? Like, how? Tell us how you got into this. Like, like, what is your story? Yeah, hundred percent. Well, it's pure chance. I have no hospitality background, uh, no vacation rental background. I traveled a lot. I love to travel. Love to meet new people around the world and uh, explore new cultures. So, being in the hospitality space and the travel space was kind of a, a for sure thing. Like, it was gonna happen one day. Why and how did this all happen? It actually started off as a class project. Um, so I was in university and uh, it was my last semester at the University of Toronto. I was studying computer science, cognitive science, uh, focusing computational linguistics. So Chad GPT, like I've learned about transformer models for a while now. And right. when I see all the hype today. I'm like, yeah, okay. Like we've, we've seen this. <laughs> and so we had to come up with a solution to an entrepreneurial problem and it had to be robotics focused. And I absolutely hate robotics. Uh, so I went up to my prof and I said, can I do smart home devices instead? And he reluctantly said yes, but he said, you're not going to win the $10,000 cash prize at the end of the class because all the judges are robotics. And I was like, wait, what? There's 10 grand to win at the end of this class? So I kind of dropped everything. I was like, fuck it. I'm focused only on this thing. I'm going to win that 10 grand. I'm going to prove Mario that we can make this happen. And uh, first weekend, my best friend calls me up and this guy calls me up for three things, to go for food, to travel, or to go for food and travel. And he calls me up and he says, Francois, you're French. You're trying to become Canadian, which by the way, yesterday I just got approved. I'm a permanent resident of Canada now. Congratulations. Uh, officially. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And he's like, you're French and you don't even know how to ski. So let's go to Mont-Tremblant. We'll learn how to ski. 
Mm-hmm. So it was a Friday afternoon. We drive the car, it's like five hour drive, a very last minute. We have the choice between booking a hotel or booking this really cool chalet and it's the same price. So I'm like, let's book this chalet. And it looks awesome. We can invite a couple of friends. It's, it looks really cool. It's right by the, the ski slopes. We get to the unit at like 11 PM. He's frozen under the doormat. Heating system. Once we figure out how to get in, like pry the door open, uh, the heating system is per room. And we only figure this out until the end of the stay. So we're all huddled up in the living room. And then throughout the state, the millennials that we are, we're like, how do we get pizza delivered at 11 p.m. in the middle of nowhere? No answers from the host, no answers from the owners, nothing. And then five days after checkout, I get a text message from the host saying, we left one of the windows open in the kitchen. Kitchen pipes froze. We own $5,000 and he's sending us the small claims court. So that's kind of what started the story. <laughs> Where oh. I was like, okay, now I've got to win these ten thousand dollars. <laughs> oh no shit! Yeah, um, so you're 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 yeah. five in the five in the hole already. And, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm before already you even started hole. prepping for this competition, and like, exactly, no brainer. You got to win it. Exactly. So at the time we built this wait, 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 really wait, small proof. How did skiing go? Go ahead. How did skiing? Oh, I like I learned two things. I learned. Pizza uh, to stop, fries to go. And the best thing I've got is is a video of my friend just screaming, pizza, because I'm just flying down and I have no (laughs) idea how to stop. So it went well. It went well. Look, man, that's why snowboard, feet in line together. (laughs) Hey, stand together, fall together. That's true. That's so true. Yeah. So did it stick? Do you you hit the mountain now? Like, is it, uh, you know, do you? No, it didn't stick. I mean, COVID kind of interrupted any plans of, right. you know, being a, a skier, if you will, or a snowboarder. Uh, but definitely going to try it again, for sure. Uh, if I can find an excuse to go back to the mountains. I mean, right now, I kind of feel like I need to go to a beach more than I need to go to the mountains. Like, it's been cold enough in Toronto for the past couple of months. I'm it's kind fine. of done with all that snow. And yeah, it's time to <laughs> get that, some sun. That time um, of year. Yeah. But uh no, it was cool. It was a great trip. I had a great time. It definitely created a bit of tension to have, you know, this whole messy guest experience. And I think that's what, you know, the the, the class kept iterating on. Don't try to find a solution. Try to find a problem. Uh, mm-hmm. And that that couldn't be more relevant today. Like, you know, don't don't solve a non-issue. Solve something that's actually real. And I had a real problem here uh, that I needed to get solved. So um, that's kind of what sparked the journey. I mean, the proof of concept that we built at the time and look back and it was, it was ridiculous, but it was, it, it showed a bit the essence of what Enzo Connect is about, uh, all about today. And it was basically a smart lock plugged to a door. We still have the door in the office today. We get all our shareholders to sign it. And, um, we put a smart lock and we said, look, if we have information about guests around the world, your flight, your Uber destination, your car rental trip, anything, I can almost coordinate when we would open the door. Like I could know if I know that you took X flight and you're taking Y Uber to get to the unit, then I know by the time that Uber gets to the unit that we can unlock the door safely because it's you as the guest. So that was that was the initial proof of concept, definitely stretching it a bit in today's tech. And uh, and then it kind of just spiraled into to what we are today. <laughs> Tell us again, you know, what are you today? I, I guess that's a, yeah. that's a good question <laughs> because, you know, there there are lots of companies and products and solutions out there, you know, and, and there's, there's some really amazing things and there's some really like answer things that I I think it's just like bolt-ons that don't necessarily make a ton of sense, you know, and when I, if someone were to ask me and and like, I'm ashamed to say this, what is Enzo Connect? I couldn't give a good answer. And I, I I wish I could, and I'm, I'm going to be able to after this, 
like what exactly is your solution? Because there seems to be, and, and I don't know if it's, I don't know. Let, let, let's start there. Well, first, did you, what happened with yeah. that? You can't just leave us on the cliff. <laughs> we won the 10 grand. <laughs> we won the 10 grand. I didn't get sued for the five grand, um, which was, thank God. So I was plus 10,000. Uh, so that, that we, yeah, it ended up uh, pretty well. And then I started my master's degree in entrepreneurships, did my thesis on the topic of fragmentation in the hospitality space. Uh, and then it just kind of spiraled in of itself. And we started building the business and getting this up and running. But uh, to answer your question, I mean, John, it's, it's we're the zappier of guest experience. That's how we see it. So our approach is there's PMSs, there's software solutions everywhere uh, for different pieces of the guest experience, whether it's messaging, or it's security, whether it's checking in with smart locks, verification, guidebooks, upsells and so on. And guest experience, people expect a digital experience in today's world. So we're going to bolt and connect all of these different solutions together in one platform so you can manage, digitize, and monetize your guest experience. So we partner with companies like Mount. We partner with companies like Costco. We partner with companies like Autohost, Superhog, and we white label them all in one single platform, one single web app called the Boarding Pass um, that is fully configurable for your business. If there's one thing that we understood very quickly in this industry is that every vacation rental is different. Every owner is different. Every guest is different. Every property management business is different. So the one-stop shop, one-size-fits-all solution is not going to work for 99% of property managers out there. So how can we build a super configurable platform where we let the choice be on that property manager's Table. They get to decide how they want to create their own tech stack and create that digital experience for the guests. So I don't know if that helps answer the question. I can dive into it more, but it's been yeah, definitely it's a plug and play, this. right? Like they can build out, they can actually build the Lego castle of their business with the foundation blocks that you're giving them. They have it's like a pool, right? And they that's can, correct. Or the foundation blocks they've already chosen. True. Correct. Exactly. That's right. exactly it, it. Like we'll see. You know, we're, we're focused on guest experience. We're not a PMS. We're not, we don't take in reservations. We don't do pricing. We don't do any of that stuff, accounting and so on. We focus purely on the guest experience. And what we noticed was when we started, we built a unified messaging system, which a lot of PMSs didn't have yet at the time. And what we realized was with the breadth of workflows and automations people were creating, they were inundating their guests with too many messages. And guests were asking still the same questions because they didn't want reading the messages. Long, long paragraphs, six different links, Click here for your check-in, click here, but do the verification first. And then, you know, here's a link to buy some stuff. And here's that. Here's my guidebooks. And guests are like, dude, I just want to get in. <laughs> I just want to have a good state. Like, I don't care about all these links. Like, well, what is going on? So how can we package all of that to maintain that operational efficiency that property managers are, are looking for while making sure that the guest is like, man, this was easy. This was like, I just went through my stuff, got to my check-in. Oh, and I also purchased a bunch of stuff on Mount, on Enzo, on this. Uh, and we create new revenue streams for for operators that way. Love it. I love it. So <laughs> what's next though? Like, like how, you know, you still, you know, I think of Enzo Connect, I think of you, you, you know, kind of emerging, you're, you're, you're coming into, you know, you're coming to, into form if, if you will, but like, like you're not in every day in everyone's conversation. This seems like, you know, at least this type of tech or, you know, whether in, you know, should be part of everyone's conversation, should be something, you know, that everyone's talking about. How do we get there? Or, you know, wh what's next? We're taking our time. Like we are focused on being one, a 
profitable company to a company that, that delivers amazing fucking technology, like client first over anything. I would rather take my time and not splash on marketing and be everywhere and have all conversations, but do a half-assed job. I'd rather take our time and grow slowly. And by doing this, we are now at 22,000 properties, 53 countries, over a million guests processed through our boarding pass system. And we're going to keep growing. We're going to start getting into those conversations more and more. Um, what I've noticed is I'm very reliant on our partner system. You know, the conversations is people aren't looking for a solution that covers it all. They're looking for point-based solutions based on the problems they're currently facing. And so they might be looking for a smart lock solution. They might be looking for an upsell solution. They might be looking for a verification solution. And slowly as they're adding these tools, they're like, you know what? Is there something that does it all? And we don't do it all, but we connect with it all. So it's, it's, I think it's going to take more time to get in all those conversations, especially in this industry. I mean, it's a massive addressable market. Um, but I think we're getting there slowly, but surely. <laughs> it, it's interesting. Cause so two things like your hospitality broadly, right? So like you work with hotels as well, right? Like for the short-term space and for the sake of this conversation, does this exist because of our inability to set a common like API language or, uh, and the ability for people to actually kind of build that in Great question. Because the hotels have it, what is the solution for them, right? right? Like also, because this is amazing and it makes sense, right? Like this is the way it should be. No one is going to, no disrespect, John, Margo, all the people I love that have built amazing, you know, property management products, right? And systems, but there's no Jedi, like there's no one. And I think 100%. the answer in this, and, and this is just my thoughts, right? Like I don't, you you know, sponsor me, like any of these things, like these are yeah. my thoughts, but I think that's how you get to it because it's like people in with cable, right, John? Like you pay the cable bill and you got thousand channels of what you watch, 30% of, right? Maybe, maybe that 30%, probably closer to 10 to 15, right? Out of all those channels. You want the ability to pick exactly what you want within your network and you just don't have it, right? Right. It seems like that gives exactly. you the ability to build out that a la carte solution that is yours as a manager, whatever market you're in, whether it's beach, you know, snow, whatever, the tools to be the perfect solution for your business. I mean, at the end of the day, there's so many. And, and again, we partner with property management systems, so we know they are amazing at certain things, but they're never amazing at everything. And no one can be. I mean, I think if we haven't seen it enough, there's there's so many property management systems in this industry and so many point-based solutions for a reason. And it goes back to that first thing that I said of every property manager is different. Every owner is different. Every guest is different. Every property, you know, all of these, the short-term rental industry is not building cleaners on, on staff, all the same units and rooms and smart locks and so on. You can have 12 different properties. One's a villa, one's a chalet, one's a condo, and they have different rules. They have different agreements that they need to sign. So it's, it's about embracing the fragmentation rather than trying to put it in a box and say, no, it's going to fit this model because that is the only solution that's out there. And so our approach is more connecting with all of the tools that are out there. And yeah, we're, I mean, we're the underdog in a way, in the sense that, you know, we're a younger team where we were built later than most of these systems and so on. So we're taking advantage of the qualities and the expertise that they have to bring it into one system where we get the value of every single one of those expertise. I mean, I've got I've got property managers who use two property management systems. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> they use one for their hotel portfolio, one for their vacation rental, and then don't even get me started on all the tech that's connected behind both of them. So we're going to help them centralize at least the guest side of things 
by connecting both of those PMSs, all of those technologies, so that they can deliver seamless automated communication and will reduce the amount of questions being asked by uh, guests through the boarding pass because it's one link to go through everything, basically. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a different model, I think. It's uh, the overall, I don't want to say ego because it sounds negative. It's more of this grandiose view of I can do it all, I can build it all. You can't boil the ocean. And I think we've seen this again and again where now we're seeing more technology come in you know, connecting to PMSs and delivering their value. Uh, it's not true for all PMSs. Some PMSs do offer quite a lot of stuff and are really out there, um, you know, changing the game, if you will. But as you scale, you get more and more problems that an all-in-one solution will not be able to solve. And that's where we come in and we're, we're just the guest experience layer. We don't do cleaning, we don't do operations. We just help you digitize and monetize the guest experience. That's it. So is that, is that what's next then? What do you what do you want to bring or, us to the ecosystem next? Like, you know, what what's your most frustrating point right now? If you could snap your fingers and have this platform exactly how you would like to have it, what does that look like? Share that with us. Self onboarding, uh, public pricing. You you want to use this? You go on the platform, you test it out, you play around with it, you figure it out easily, and boom, you're done. That's it. And you've connected all these tools that we're telling you you needed to onboard X, onboard Y, pay this. Like you just start using it right away. That is that is what we're striving to work for in 2023. So we're just launching our pricing page this week uh, publicly. And I think we're the only guest experience solution that's actually sharing pricing publicly. Like you don't need to get on a demo to, to ask us about how much it costs. Mm -hmm. uh, it's between five and $20 per month per listing. And, <laughs> and then right now we, in January, we launched this thing called the guest journey editor and it totally changed our onboarding flow. It's basically just scroll down and follow your guest journey and just configure it the way you want. So what do I want at booking confirmation? What do I want at pre-checking? What do I want at check-in, check-up, check-out, post-checkout? And you just connect all the different partners and the workflows and the automations that you want. And it reduced our onboarding time by 75%, bringing it down to like less than a week. So now I'm like, okay, next challenge. Let's make it instant. <laughs> we put a pin in the onboard. Can we yeah. put a pin in the onboarding though? Like, isn't that a... Thing, a good thing about like what AI could do for our industry? Because let's be very clear, yeah, it is the bane of the majority of our tech's existence in this space. The, uh, if that onboarding process was, I think we'd be so much further along because that stalls yeah. a lot of things. Just being honest, it, that stalls- It's a 100%. It's, and it's a huge focus for us at, at Direct is, you know, and, and it's, it's a big win for us because our onboarding is, you know, you can self-onboard um, if you'd like to. Um, yes, and, you can do it in, in a way that is, you know, where some companies are taking, you know, three, four five months and a huge like waiting list to go ahead and get on board. And, you know, it's anywhere between, you know, 45 and 60 days for a PMS solution um, isn't bad. Um, but how do we go ahead and make that, you know, again, we're looking at the same things. How do we make that a week? Yeah. How do you go ahead and yes. get, you know, someone with 500 units to be able to come on and be fully onboarded in a week? Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. it, it's, this is a big undertaking. Um, but the, the, as a pain point for someone that's had sold software for years now and, you know, getting someone to go ahead and switch from their A software to now B software, or this could be their sixth or seventh software, depending on the, the life cycle of their company and, and, you know, how long they've been in existence, you know, right. it sucks. Like, like changing software is the worst. And, you know, systems, yes. 
everything that goes into it, it's, it's the absolute worst. And how can you make reduce the pain points for the users? And I love your focus on the you know user experience and the guest experience. Uh, you know everything that we do, at, you know, Matteo and I, but you know me personally in in all of my in in every role I've had in this industry, my focus has always been on UX UI for not only 100%. the guests, but you know the 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 guests of whatever company I'm working for. So, for example, I'm in a software company today. So my guests, my customer, are property managers. Their customers are the guests. Yeah. How do we make each one of those journeys as painless as possible and as 100%. enjoyable as possible? Because some of the things you're doing aren't enjoyable. As as exciting as it is to go ahead and book a new vacation, it's still it's a chore. Like and it it takes yeah. some time and takes some thought and you want it in any little hiccup is like it's like that thorn in your side. Fuck. Like ah, I don't know yeah. this experience. 100%. Is what I was looking for, and this is why. Airbnb is 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 when it has won forever, right? And it's it Amen. is why exactly like like their ex user and guest experience is like is the gold standard and has been, and and I think overall for our industry, the professionally managed uh, vacation rental managers, you know, like that have been poo pooing uh, the you know a. A distribution option such as Airbnb instead of direct, you know, they can learn so much from from an Airbnb yeah. and from a Verbo even. Like, yep. like there's a lot to be learned there. And 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 how do we? I don't know. I'm going off on a on a tangent here, but you understand? <laughs> no, no, but I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, if you think back, I, I look at all my friends, right, and I tell them I work in the short term rental industry, and they go what? And I go Airbnb. They go oh oh uh, yeah, cool. There's a reason why. Airbnb has coined the term, and Airbnb didn't invent an industry. I mean, oh, when was VRB built? Like 1996, 1992? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and even before that, I look back in, in France, where I'm from, we call it the Gite de France, which is in Napoleon's time, where people would you know rent out right. their homes and things like that. So the concept of a vacation rental is, as long as it gets, Airbnb just made the experience so much smoother for both operators and guests. Payments happened on the platform. You could view the pictures. You could communicate with them directly. It wasn't all this like, oh, I've got to email him and wait for him to respond back via email. And then I got to get a quote. And then I've got to pay I remember, I remember getting on the phone. And, so like we used to rent vignettes. Yeah. I'm from New England, right? And and we moved out of yeah. here. We used to go back to. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> Toby. <laughs> um, go back to uh, <laughs> nice shots fired. Uh, actually. <laughs> Like the coast of Maine, and I and I have to get off the on the phone and call this guy and be like, "Hey, yeah, we're interested in booking. You know, is that available? Let me see." You could hear him flipping through papers. That's and my ledger book. Yeah, this was like you know, twelve years ago. It wasn't even that long ago. Yeah, and it's yeah. just amazing how how fast and how advanced and and how much more uh, focused and everything has become. But it doesn't mean it was you know. Again, you're right. You know, Airbnb was was the way, was what paved the path for all this to become the way it is today. Correct, hundred percent. But I, I agree with you. User experience at the end of the day is what will solve the onboarding issues. It what will solve really any problem. I, I, what I want is when clients sign up. You know, I think one of the frustration that I see in demos is when they're debating. They do a lot of research between different tools, and they're debating between those pros and cons. And it's like, well, why not try both? 
and test them out on different you know properties and see which one works best based on channels and see which one works best on based on properties. And so the whole concept behind Enzo Connect is this thing of if this then that. So you can say if the booking channel is uh, booking.com run verification with Autohost. If it's a business traveler upsell electric scooters and uh, bikes with mount and offer a free monitor uh as an upsell so they can work from again the apartment. like you can start creating all of these exactly the zapier of hospitality so right. you can configure all of these different guest journeys based on your business like you know booking.com works really well in europe works really badly right in, North in america like yeah. you get a lot of fraud a lot of but it's amazing in europe it's like the the vrbo of europe or the airbnb to a certain yeah. extent of europe you know so how do you, if you manage properties across Europe and North America, how do you do this? How do you segment, you create two different systems, two different workflows? Like it becomes super complicated for scaling property managers, basically. So yeah, we embrace that uniqueness of hospitality and we're focused on the vacation rental segment. We do have a couple of hotels, some cool pod hotels as well. Like things where it's literally you show up, sleep in a little pod and then uh, you can, yeah, it's, it's really cool. <laughs> so have um, you done it? That, that we'll my, on my question, have you slept in a pod? I have, I have. It's really unique experience. Well, as long as it's automated, you don't have to wait in front of the locked cabinet <laughs> that you're about to sleep in. Um, but it's great. It's cheap. I mean, I'm I'm a cheap traveler. Like I'll I'll find ways to not spend money when I travel, and this is the best way to stay in a cool city like New York and just sleep in a in a pod without having to stay in a five hundred dollar a night hotel room, things like that. So I like it. <laughs> That's that scrappy startup mentality. I love it. I, I I don't know I don't know if I can yeah, at my age if if I'm feeling the pod thing but I I I can respect I, I, <laughs> from the distance I'm, I think I'm a little I'm I'm a little claustrophobic so I think that would be super interesting like I'm down to try it I'm down to try anything yeah I think I think it'd be okay yeah. I I think it would be like they're, a they're doing better full size like, pods now. Oh, word. There was a, there's a few of us are together and we all got our own pod. And I wasn't just like this one dude in my own pod and like a bunch of random people. Yeah. Pods, like but if, if like you and I, Teo and, you know, Francois, we all went to New York and we all got our, our own pod next year. I think I'd be okay with that. But okay. just like, I guess yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No, I it's fair. I mean, there's some of those yeah. things at like the airports that people like. <laughs> it's like go stepping in a vending machine. And I'm like... <laughs> I, I got broad, yeah, I got sure broad, I got broad shoulders, man. Like, I'm not sure that that's going to work. Like, <laughs> I'm just always afraid I'm going to miss my flight if I were to do something like that, too. Like, I just can't. Yeah, I'll be uncomfortable with the by the gate. Or, yeah, know, I'll just see that guy, like, standing up. Like, nodding at the <laughs> gate. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. No, but I think, it's, you know, it's different models. There's, there's yeah. so many different types of hospitality businesses. And at the end of the day, what we see in this space is, it's all converging towards hospitality accommodation. It's not hotels, it's not vacation rentals. It's not this battle between these two worlds. It's everything in between as well. I mean, I speak to operators who are running condo hotels. They're not hotels, they're vacation rentals. They just so happen to have every single unit in the condo, but it's run by hoteliers. So it is a hotel, but it's not. And it's like, so all this, right. all these types of real estate. It's a multi-unit system. So all the units are potentially the same. Uh, they could be listed the same. Uh, yeah. And so it's still, yeah. Yeah. Teo knows he ran one. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, there you go. It's, it's all, but I'm with you. No, I'm with you 100%. It's all hospitality. Like, 
Exactly. It, it, it is kind of ridiculous that we, again, like there's all these segments and we're trying to self-segment like, and I get it. We're different. So awesome. Yeah. But we're all hospitality at the end of the day. And exactly. we're blending more and more. You have more of these hybrid models of, you know, whether it's a traditional hotel that's running more like, you know, a vacation rental or you have a, a vacation rental that's running more like a boutique hotel. Like we're learning from exactly other, right in the technology. Exactly. Emerging. And, you know, we're we're seeing the diversity of markets, urban, rural, traditional vacation rental beach, traditional vacation rental mountain. Like all of us are under this exactly. umbrella. Ble like the you know the the glamping uh all of the, yeah. the airstreams the mobile like like all of this is now under the umbrella of hospitality it's just a matter do we want to embrace it and and actually you know kind of supercharge this thing or you know are we going to continue to make reasons to not better ourselves like it's it's a little I, ridiculous when you talk about it, right? Like it, it's hospitality. It's all hospitality, right? But like, I, I, I think the, I think the differentiator, Teo. I, I think where 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 the issue comes in is when we're talking about deep pockets and we're talking about it's all of us versus hotels. And I and I and I hate to say because overall we're all hospitality, but when you, when you're coming into a community and you have and and you're dealing with legislation and you're dealing with like you know these this old money and you're dealing with these hotels that are 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 scared they they're nervous about yeah. about the momentum that the rest of us in hospitality are making and they're doing their part with their huge suits deep pockets like there's there will always be unfortunately a a break there and so, like, I agree that you know we're we're all in this together, but but we're still not like like we're still we have to like all of us on hotels over here and everyone else come together as one. Like, how do you? And I, but we're not because of I think there's going to be less to not be though, right? Like, it doesn't yeah, change correct. the fact that we are in the same boat serving people who want to travel. That's what I'm Great. saying. I'm not saying we're. We're all under willingly under there. We're there. It's like it's who and what we are. Like it's 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 the yeah. matter of fact. Now you can be in denial of that, or right. you can embrace it, accept it, and work with it. That's what I'm saying. And is yeah, that a pale shot to the hotels? Maybe, but like I, I think it's, the, it's still it's the reality. And I I know it's altruistic, but it's I, I like the the umbrella of hospitality is what it is you've got traditional hotels on one end that aren't going to innovate that don't even have a cloud infrastructure they have a server room downstairs with cables and wires and a server guy who comes in once every two weeks to fix up and replug some stuff and then you've got on the other extreme this dude who's renting his couch making a quick buck trying to be a hustler and he doesn't really care too much about the guests he's just trying to pay his rent or his mortgage right and it all meets in the middle with professional hospitality accommodation and I think this is where it differentiates is it doesn't matter what type of real estate you are, as long as you fit in that hospitality bucket. And I'm seeing boutique hotels operate with the same innovation as vacation rentals. Like I can see vacation rentals have the same quality experience and service as large quality hotel chains. And th that's the target audience we're going for. We're going for professional operators who want to make this a business. They're not hustling. They're willing to adapt technology to create a better experience and make their operations more efficient. And they see it as, I want to reduce my staff's time spent doing random BS. <laughs> no right. pun intended being on the uh, 
the no BS <laughs> short term rental podcast, but save your team's time doing all that, that BS so that you can focus on personalization, focus on delivering a better guest experience. There's a reason why luxury hotels have people on staff that are just there to greet you, to make your experience better, to be a personal concierge. So let's get rid of all the, all the annoyances, all the frustrations of that pre-arrival and that getting into the place. And let's redirect those resources towards creating meaningful experiences for guests. Uh, and I think that's what's going to make property management businesses in the short-term rental uh, space scale like crazy. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's, it is a debate. I speak to all of the years and they're like, we are different. And I'm like, yes, you have no technology behind you. Uh, and then I speak to vacation rentals and they're like, we are different. And I think at the end of the day, we're the same. We are selling to guests and we're trying to make a meaningful experience. And that's what we're here. And that's what we're all about is just we're the technology layer to, to deliver on that promise. How does someone that wants to learn more about Enzo Connect, um, how do they learn more? Where do they go? Yeah, you can go on our website. Pricing is available publicly now. Um, and uh, you can learn more. We've got all our feature pages. We're trying to be as transparent as possible. Hopefully soon we'll launch a uh, public demo where you can play around with it, but you can just reach out to us on our website, uh, book a demo with us, or even send me an email, firstname.lastname at enzoconnect.com. Always open to have conversations. Awesome, awesome. We will go ahead and link Enzo Connect in the show notes on both our website and the show notes on both Spotify and Apple. If you are liking our podcast and you have not gone ahead and left a review and given us five stars, go to Apple Podcasts, do that. Go to Spotify, leave a review, give us five stars, help us out. Go to YouTube and which you can watch our pretty faces or at least like, listen, subscribe, hit that notification button, all of those fun things. Uh, we appreciate you. We're super, super excited. Next week, episode 99 and then the big 100 coming right around the corner we couldn't be uh more proud of a what we've done but we couldn't be happier with you know all of, we, we wouldn't be here without our our guests and our listeners um you know we we will continue to push the envelope we will continue to have amazing guests and and ask the questions that others aren't asking yeah with that you know before we get out of here where as an industry, Francois, are, are we like, where are we fucking up the most? Like, like where Ooh. are we like, like just not getting it? I would say in data sharing, I'd, I'd say if we had a bit more of a data sharing approach between different technology companies, we would be able to change this industry up very, very quickly. And what I mean by that is. You know, I'll go back to the example of this, if this, then that, that we do, right? Sometimes we need, we're missing a piece. We're missing something from a different tool that you're using uh, to do your cleaning or to do X, Y, Z, whatever it might be in your business. And that tool doesn't want to share that data because they want to make sure that it's theirs and they don't, you know, give it up too much and so on. But that's going to change how operators automate their tech stack, how they automate their, their, their day-to-day business, Right. Uh, so I would say if we had more of a, I don't know if it's the right word, normalization of how people handle data, how we share it across systems and APIs, as you mentioned, Mateo, in a way, I think that would just elevate literally the the hospitality space and the technology layer well, in vacation rentals. I love that because think about you know machine learning and you know everything going like without that data share, that learning doesn't happen. 
Yeah. Like, like you're I'm not sure. going to be able to go ahead and it's not going to be able to take it to the next level. And it's not going to be able to anticipate the next time that this, this thing is talking to that thing and anticipate what that answer is. I, I love that. Great answer. 100%, 100%. That would be my, my quick take on it. I think we're getting there though. I think with all the marketplaces, APIs and so on, it might not be normalized in a way that we can all understand and work with it, but we're getting to a point where I think the ethos of, or like people have realized that your property management system is a big chunk of what you do and it is your day-to-day -day tool, uh, but you are going to need other solutions and are starting to realize how do I build this Lego blocks of tech stack in a way that fits my business. So we're, we're starting to get there. And I think companies like tech companies are realizing this is going to happen. So we need to share information uh, and data. So, but to your point, yeah, if you want, if we want to get into AI stuff, oh man, like we're going to need way more data for that to really make it hospitality focused, but stay tuned on Enzo Connect and uh, what we're launching soon. Awesome, <laughs> That's awesome. all I'm saying. <laughs> and with that, yeah. Francois, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate you, man. 100%. 100%. Oh, check out Derailed. Guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're not listening to Derailed, you're doing yourself a disservice. There's so many great partners, so many great voice actors that are lending their voice to this, that, you know, if you're in this industry, you know, you need to be listening. Uh, episode four dropped this week um, and a new episode is dropping each and every week on Tuesday. Yep. Check it out. All right. I got to check it next out. Time. <laughs> Till next time. Thank you. This podcast is a Hospitality.fm production.